Hey, welcome back to another episode of e-commerce on tap. That's you best sourceify. I'm your host, Nathan Resnick. Today we're joined by Mike Bryan. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. You've been an Amazon seller yourself and you've kind of gone from this, you know, side hustle to brand building and helping Amazon sellers do that. I'm curious, walk us through that transition. You know, what category were you in? What does that look like from going from side hustle to, you know, full-time brand building? Yeah, so it it uh, it started out um, really trying to find. Uh, I think if you were to look at my Amazon, I still have my brand going on Amazon. It's in the uh, we'll call it the disposable tableware um, uh, segment or category. Um, it really just started out with trying everything in the RA space, OA wholesale, and, and then finally settled on on private label because I just, it fit me better and I didn't care for the RA realm. And I don't want to criticize anybody for doing RA because it, 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 people can still make it work, but I just didn't care for the hunting every day. And so I wanted to build a, a more of a, a solid brand and did that. And um, it, I would say the pandemic um, accelerated that. I was doing decent in 2020. 2021 uh, took off. Uh, 2022, I think everybody found that it fell back to earth a bit and uh, still, I, could, I would say, challenging, uh, challenged in that regards in 2023. So, I was going to say, from what we've seen at Sourceify, you know, the growth during COVID was phenomenal. And now it's, you know, brands are still growing, but a bit stagnant. And especially cash flow is a challenge right now. It, it, it is indeed it, with the way that the inflation has taken things and uh, dumped it on its head. And I feel, I still think there's a lot of people who are, um, especially if you've had to buy um, larger volume back in the front half of 2023, um, still probably suffering a little a bit from that too. So um, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's challenging yet. It, it can still be overcome, uh, especially if you've got the right systems in place to be able to uh, handle it from, and I, I would say cash flow being the, the big one, but also, um, you know, working with the vendors as much, leaning on every, any lever one can find to uh, uh, get in, whether it's in the, the sourcing space, finding the better source, finding sources who will work with you on terms. You know, it's, it really comes down to just doing a lot of legwork to get it back uh, to, to where it was even, um, I would say, pre-pandemic uh, for, for many. Makes sense. So, so what are you doing on that front in terms of, you know, you're selling on Amazon right now. I know you've got your seller's operating system, so we'll dive into that and understand the, the dynamics yeah. behind that. But I guess what does that look like for you as a brand owner right now, you know, going through this kind of transition of everything still like crazy to now, you know, how do we find stability here? Yeah, I, I think as a friend told me in the in, in earlier this year about getting tight in terms of uh, getting tight on expenses, getting just super tight on on everything just to keep those that cash flow uh, safe and steady, and that's what where where uh, for me uh, earlier this year I started Prime Seller Solutions and uh, introduced the uh, seller's operating system as a means of helping. Um, those brand owners, business owners, e-commerce business owners get under just because many of them, I'll, I'll say this much, have, I don't want to say this negatively, but fell into something good, right? And so maybe they came, maybe they were a teacher, maybe they were in some other profession, but business has not been their, their thing, but they're, they're selling and suddenly they realize, uh, how do I do this? And so the seller's operating system really is taking it from creating that, that understanding of what it is that um, their clients are looking for, you know, understanding where their people congregate. For example, um, 
let's say we're in the uh, uh, napkin business, and wedding napkin business, right? And so the idea is, where where are those are those wedding planners? Are those where do they congregate? I'm sure there's a Facebook group out there for them. So that's that's if you're, if we wanted to look at that part of it, that's that's one part of it. And then the other part of it is, what's our unique offering? What is the what, what innovative piece do we bring to that? And then as a business owner, how do I get out of running the day to day? Because so many that I've talked to um, just don't have the time to do everything they get stressed and so now it becomes okay what systems can we put in place and that becomes a bigger question uh, about okay have we got things documented so at least we can off load some of it to give us that point of where we're in working in that sweet spot uh, if you take if you can think of a venn diagram of all those three things i mentioned between where's your core to your clients who are they who do you identify with what's your unique offering and what systems you have in place and you're working in that sweet spot and that's really where you want to be uh, working from so that's what the uh, seller's operating system is really all about makes sense and so what's your main focus at prime seller solutions is it around implementing the seller's operating system or kind of what yeah, is it's really focus it's for? With, how do you work with different amazon brands and you know what's the main focal point yeah the, the main focal point is that is it exactly what i just went through the, the understanding their sweet spot to get them to the where once this has been uh, launched i'll be a uh, strategist for the pumpkin plan if mike michaelowitz the author he wrote profit first and the big part of that is, is the idea behind the pumpkin plan is the fact that you want to weed out all those things that are either taking up your time that are that are just a waste of time that are sucking away whether it's cash whether it's time whether it's energy to get to the point where you're working on those things that make you the most money but also let's not forget as business owners finding those things that give you energy back right I mean, because it, we, we work on so many things that that are just like oh can i find somebody to do this for me and so that's that's a big part of of, of the seller's operating system is to, is to really this fully integrated piece but at the same time is working in 90-day segments and this is where i having worked in businesses that have run um traction and eos is the is this idea of 90 day windows what are we going to get done what do we got now granted there are times within this business you have to be looking six months out for those new products but if that's what you decided that you're going to do then well let's get after the next 90 days what can we get done in the next 90 days to achieve that goal so that's that's what i've been working with with clients on is 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 getting not only uh their mindset right around that sweet spot but also that execution piece and that's so that's what the seller's operating systems um, really meant to do is is set the vision get the vision mission get those immutable laws or values established so that you can run a business that's um, really based on the the business owner's values and what they what they believe to be the how to run the business and at the same time there's got to be some execution that gets done makes sense let's let's run run through a, a case study if we can i mean maybe someone that you know, you've worked with in the past, or even you know, operating and running your own Amazon business. You know, what, what does that look like when you analyze? You know, how do I really focus on these profit creating initiatives, and how do I, you know, get away from doing certain you know tasks that I might not enjoy as much? But what does well, that look I'll, like? You know, if someone wants to yeah, implement the sales operating system, you know, what does that look like? I have a client who um, he just wanted to have a two week break. A, t a continuous two-week break where he is not working on the business, being in the business. And so what we worked on was, okay, what, what do we, we need to get, find these um, objectives because he had nothing for, for KPIs. So we kind of, he had a lot of things set up on the front end. He was doing great in terms of, uh, so 
when we stepped into it, it wasn't, I didn't have to really deal too much in the sweet spot. He knew what he needed, but he did need somebody from an operations standpoint to step in and handle it. So we, we, first we established, okay, what are the KPIs that you need to be focused on? And then what are we working on in the next 90 days to get to that point? And so he's, uh, he's doing really well. He's, he's launched, uh, he had already had some stuff in the works, but it, we just make sure that we got those things uh, that, that he really wanted to focus on done and executed. Um, but at the same time, uh, just giving him the, the peace of mind that, hey, I can, I can step away and, and enjoy my time at, at, for a two-week block. So, Yeah, I feel like so many entrepreneurs and founders, especially in the e-commerce world, get trapped in that experience of working in their business instead of in their business. And it sounds like, you know, a lot of what this operating system reflects is how do you focus on, you know, the bigger picture instead of in the weeds. And I think that's really hard to do as a founder and entrepreneur as you scale your e-commerce brand. I'm curious, you know, from your experience selling on Amazon, what do you see as the current climate happening in the marketplace, right? I think, you know, flipping gears here a little bit, but, you know, Amazon has changed a lot. There's a lot more, you know, international slash, you know, Chinese sellers competing directly with American brands that are producing in China. You know, what's going on at the marketplace overall right now? You know, what's your current pulse that you hear from your clients? What, what do you feel well, in terms of the current dynamic? Yeah, the one thing that I, I think I appreciate that Amazon is at least doing, um, it, it from an overall standpoint, they're, 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 it feels like they're moving away from where, where things were, say, six years ago in terms of, um, hey, just jump on Alibaba, AliExpress, find something cheap, let's sell it. And so that that movement away from moving from that to building a brand, right? Building a, a brand that uh, can be, you know, social media has obviously changed a whole lot of that. I'm thinking, of, you know, the TikTok influencer, now that Amazon, they've got their own influencer program. And so they're focused more on, on quality and, um, and moving away from that uh, commodity product that it, like Timu or Sheen or whatever the, how you pronounce that particular website that, that uh, is moving in, into the market. And I would say even, even uh, Walmart is more on that price conscious side of things. Whereas I, I think uh, what, what, what Amazon has done is really focused on the convenience part of it. And, 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 and then also building out a quality. Um, I just saw today that, that they've got their AI for, um, photography now to do lifestyle pictures and to me that that does change a bit more because now people who rather than having to go spend a ton of money on lifestyle photography now can jump in and and that that changes a lot of things i think from a standpoint of uh, of that piece so that's why i think it, amazon is is and and and, and <laughs> let's face it they've been in an, they've got their uh, enough government's uh, eyeballs on them that rather than being this protective uh, nature that they had one time. Now they're having to really pony up data when it comes to you're seeing a lot more in the ads ads uh, management piece, uh, and so it's it's a it's interesting to see how they've made the changes to um, whether they're forced by governments or they're not. Um, I think they're understanding what where their place in the market is uh, more and more. So. Makes sense. I mean, they definitely have come over more and more government scrutiny and investigations around data privacy and monopolistic practices. I'm curious, you know, one topic we were discussing a bit before we started recording were these, you know, large Amazon aggregators. Everyone in the space knows about Thrasio, Heyday. I mean, you name it. A lot of these aggregators are struggling right now, given the current climate. 
what what's your take on that yeah the you know did i guess the, the one question i would throw there did a lot of these brands that they went out and bought were they were were, were thrasio and the and the like uh victims of of jumping too soon because of the pandemic were, were there a lot of brands that were maybe overvalued that had it been not been a pandemic uh time period would they have thought otherwise and so and, and throw in the fact that you know have has inflation hurt a lot of these um aggregators as well so those are my 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 two takeaways from where, where that i mean it's it's unfortunate because there's actually some some of those aggregators are 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 pretty good operators but um i think they might be just uh they have jumped you know it's it's the think of the uh go back to early 2000s when we had the uh the uh, bubble of of people jumping on well even 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 to a certain degree before elon musk bought twitter it hadn't turned a profit and <laughs> granted it turning into a GameStop in terms of not having a profit but people still find value with it so it's it's a um i, I give uh, I, I, feel, I feel bad for them but at the same time they're victims of their own um uh, over exuberance i guess you could say Makes sense. Well, Mike, thanks so much for joining us on e-commerce on tap. If people want to learn more or get in touch with you, where can they find you? Yeah, head on over to primesellersolutions.com. That's primesellersolutions.com. And if you uh, head on over there, uh, head on over to primesellersolutions.com slash Nathan, we'll uh, give them a, a, a free um, assessment of where their business is at and uh, if they want to learn more about their own business and how maybe we could help them with theirs that'd be that'd be great awesome mike thank you and thank you everyone for listening in to this episode of e-commerce on tap brought to you by sourceify